Hi, this is Jason Shadrick with PremierGuitar.com, and we're in Chicago at the House of Blues with Grace Potter and her band, The Nocturnals, and we're going to check out some of the gear they use on the road. So, Grace, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Good to be here. Thank you. So, tell us a little bit about uh, about the Flying V guitars that you use and yeah. uh, what kind of about the, the style and sound you dig about them. I, I didn't get into this guitar for the look of it. In fact, maybe it was the opposite. Um, I actually did a blindfolded guitar test at Mike's Music in Cincinnati. We had just played a show with Derek Trucks at a place called Bogarts. And he was in the store and he kind of showed us uh, like some of his favorite gear. And I was like, yeah, but you know, anything in this store could be, I mean, I could fall in love with a K just as easily as a V. You know, you never know what's going to happen. So I decided I was going to blindfold myself and try a few different guitars and whichever one I loved the band said they were going to get me for my birthday but I didn't know until my birthday what it was so they did the blindfold test and I actually fell in love with the V I think it's the weight I also I really like the balance of the guitar I like the way it feels but you know again it's not it's not your typical shape and it's not something that I uh, really sought out um, but it really is fun to play and I'm very much a rhythm player I like that beefy kind of Keithy feel I like it real you know, nothing too tight or clean. I'm, I'm very much into the dirty, chanky stuff, so um, this just felt right. So what, so what type of pickups and strings are you using in these guitars? Uh, the pickup is the DiMarzio 36th Anniversary Series, and uh, it's kind of fun because something about it got this like sort of beefy thing. We can change the tone really easily and manipulate the sound with it really well. I love that. And then the strings, I've got the Diodario 12-gauge. Uh, I play really hard, so kind of makes it easier for me not to. <laughs> I, I dig in like almost too much sometimes, but you know when you're li when you're out there live, and that's very much what I do as a player. You need to be able to know that you can count on your strings not to go wonky on you. And are you more of a kind of straight into the amp type setup, or is there a pedal or, or something you? Yeah, I don't use any pedals. Um, I think there's enough pedals on the stage, as you will discover later. Uh, I think I should just do everybody a favor and, and leave the pedals out of it. I've got pedals on my Hammond B3, so. And tell us what kind of amp you're using for this tour. This is the Vibrolux. This is my favorite amp of all time. I've actually had this amp for several years, and it's gone in and out of commission. And when I don't have this one, I actually use a Princeton Reverb, um, which breaks up in a very different way. I like the Princeton for the studio, but I like the Vibrolux for the for the live stuff because it's just got enough. And, and, I, and if I really, if I have, for whatever reason, I want a clean signal, I can get it with this one. I can't get it so easily with the Princeton. And what is it about the Tiger that really adds to your tone? You know, the Tiger softens the tone, it deadens that sound, and you know, when the sound is kind of screeching out of the amp at, at 400 miles an hour, the Tiger tames it. Is it stock or did you mod it? I had to modify it, obviously. So tell us a little bit about the acoustic you're using on, uh, on this tour. This is the Hummingbird. This uh, actually, Gibson was uh, gifting this to me, which is amazing. Gibson has been really good to us. And every time we go through Bozeman, Montana, we do the factory tour and we try to, uh, you know, keep our feet planted firmly on the ground. They make beautiful acoustics. And I also, they also gave me a 12 string that's pretty phenomenal. Um, I'm loath to take it out on the road because I'm worried about dinging it up. But the Hummingbird is a real, I mean, it's just a true beauty. It's a great instrument. Well, Grace, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us thank about your gear. You. We're here with Benny Yurko from Grace Potter and the Nocturnals, and he's going to walk us through some of the gear he's using on the road. So, Benny, why don't you show us uh, some of the guitars you have? All right. So this one right here, this is a guitar I actually had since I was um, probably about 10 years old that my dad got for me for Christmas. It's a Gibson Les Paul Standard. I'm pretty uncertain about what the year is, but uh, it's all just, you know, just a standard Les Paul, you know. And uh, I keep this one in open G. Keith Richards tuning. 
you know, so we can get the, the rock and roll and the lush chords and whatnot. Um, the second one is another one. I think this is a custom shop Gibson. Um, I got it about five years ago, and um, it has really, really great pickups in it. It's got the burst buckers, the original PAFs in there uh, from 1960, and that guitar just screams, and I usually use that for like songs like Hot Summer Night or like, um, you know, Watching You or Sugar. And um, this one back here, is when I joined the Nocturnals, this is this is the one that I, I picked up. This is like my, my official Nocturnal guitar. It's the 63 Custom Shop reissue Gibson um, SG Les Paul. And it's got the Maestro Bar, which I really like to get my, my, my groove on and my surf and whatnot. And it's pretty cool. You know, when we're all out of tune, I can just use that bar, that bar you know what I mean? <laughs> but, excuse me. And then this one... It's just uh, you know your standard um, Gibson ES335, which I which I use basically as my number one guitar, and I take this thing everywhere with me. I got this way back in the day, probably about like 15 years ago. But uh, yeah, she's my number one. I love that baby. <laughs> and then this one, this beautiful guitar, is a 1969 Martin D35, which my daddy got and he gave to me. My daddy. <laughs> Yeah, and this thing is beautiful. It's got a really great tone to it. I usually do a lot of finger picking stuff on it. Yeah, man. Yeah, and that's basically like my artillery, basically for the strings on the road with the nocturnals. And what type of pickup are you using the acoustic? Um, this one is actually a Fishman. I'm not sure about what which Fishman it is, but um, they sent it to me a while back, and I I just love the tone that it produces with this guitar, so I kept it in there and didn't really mess with anything else. Cool. Well, let's take a look at some of your pedals. Cool. So anyway, so the way I get freaky with the Nocturnals and, and other projects is this whole little thing right here. So basically, it runs, this is my AB, this is my dummy switch for my wireless. If my wireless doesn't work, I can just hit on this and then it has a cable, so that's my dummy switch. This, I use a Boss Tuner, and then the Boss Tuner actually goes underneath here to my drive pedals. And then I use the Analog Man King of Tone pedal, which I just recently got and is I'm just addicted to. Every time that I step on it, it just... And it just drives and it just soars into you know the next the next level in the next century and whatnot. Um, this thing, which isn't hooked up yet, which I just got today, is actually by Wright Sounds. It's this guy Matt Wright who builds these um, fuzz tank pedals, which was based after the old Sam Ash fuzz stainer, and it um, it speaks. I'll tell you what, it speaks and it writes, and it's a really really awesome pedal. I really recommend people trying to beg him to um, to make these again because he only made a hundred of them, so I'm lucky enough to have one. So my, my analog delays I run on the road are that I use an Ibanez one for slapback and I use a Keeley one with a mod and um, this little cool thing on it for, um, for the long delay. So short delay, long delay. And then that goes into my tremolo pedal, which is just a, you know your standard boss tremolo. Um, it's a good sounding, I like the square waves from it, so I'm kind of addicted to using that as well. And then from the tremolo pedal, we go into the AB box. Um, actually, no, tremolo pedal to volume pedal, which is just an Ernie Ball, just a you know standard volume pedal, which I'm another thing which I'm very addicted to, and then that goes into my AB box, and then my AB box goes into you know what, which is my old 1966 Fender Super Reverb. <laughs> yeah, man. And then tell me about the wireless unit you're using here. So the wireless unit is Line Six, and it's um, I guess it's a the Relay G G50, whatnot. I mean, it's, it's it's been great. I mean, I can 
go from one side of the stage to the other side of the stage. I don't know how many people uh, in the band think that that's cool, but they're going to have me over there for a picnic, you know? <laughs> and then for the uh, acoustic, you're still sticking I'm with the Fishman with the stuff. Fishman, yeah, all the acoustic stuff I, I'm running right now is from Fishman. And uh, yeah, you know, we just got, you know, a reverb pedal to give me a little bit something back at me and, and the uh, monitors to make it not so dry. And then just an, e an e equalizer or whatnot. And it's got different settings on here for different types of guitars. Like if you want to set it to your dreadnought, you can do that. Orchestra, concert guitar, jumbo, nylon, 12 string, bluegrass, and you know, anything else that you program into it. So it's, it's really, really nice. It really gives a nice body to the acoustic, you know? Let's take a look at your, uh, your Super Reverb. This is a gift that I bought myself um, back in 1999. And I saw it in a guitar shop and I was just smittens over it. I love the tone of it. And it's a 1966 Fender Super Reverb pre-CBS. Um, still has the original speakers in the back, the original um, Chicago telephone uh, speakers, the CTS speakers in the back. Um, I believe that they're 40 watt. Um, they sound great. They give me a lot of headroom. And I've tried other speakers and other speakers were giving me like, like if I use like a lower water speaker, like a 35 water or 25 watt speaker, it would give me a little bit of a brasher tone and more of an English tone. And then this one for the Super Reverb, the CTS actually gives me more headroom and whatnot. So. Can you tell me about the extra knob on the end? The extra knob I had put in there is a mid actually. So this, so over here on this channel was, um, you know, just like your standard Super Reverb channel, which I use. And then over here I use just for like a brighter, a brighter control rather than using a brighter switch. I had a mid knob put in there to give me a little bit more mid push rather than like a low end, you know, woody tone. I can actually, like, I can actually drive it a little bit more. I can drive the tubes a little bit more to make it sound a little bit more British. So it's pretty cool. It's, it's just a little mod that uh, Bill Carruth from um, our local amp guru in, in um, Vermont did for me. He also works on Train Anastasio amplifiers as well. All right, Benny, well, thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us about yeah, your gear. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. All right. Hi, we're here with Scott Tournay from Grace Potter and the Nocturnals, and he's going to walk us through some of the gear he uses on the road. So, Scott, thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us and show us uh, through some of your guitars. We're all gear nerds at heart here at GPN. Well, I guess probably my number one these days is this, um, it's a flatline uh, guitar. It's a company out of Brooklyn that just got started a couple of years ago. I started working with a guy, uh, Rick Lockhart, is the owner, kind of main guitar builder. And so we kind of whipped this one up. It's um, called a Biscayne, like just the what he calls it with the, the body and the neck and everything. But we put a Bigsby on it and put in some Lawler high wound pickups. To, we're trying to make like a real dirty kind of Jack White, Dan Auerbach of the Black Keys kind of a guitar without having to use a big muff, you know, just to get there. So pretty high gain pickups? So is, yeah, as high gain as we could find. We're going to build another one um, with P90s and maybe a maple fingerboard. So we're kind of chipping away at something, you know, kind of try, starting to find it. So that's that guy, Flatline Guitars, check him out. And then the next guy is a 74SG, and this is what I recorded most of the Grace Potter and the Nocturnals album with. Um, I love it, but she likes to fall out of tune a little bit. Um, we put in, what do we put in, just regular Gibson humbuckers, we had to put those in. She's nice and dirty, she's got a good sound. I use that in Open G sometimes these days. This is my original guitar, pretty much my first one. Just an old, it's like a 91 Tele or some shit, but everybody thinks it's old and it sounds old. And that's just a nice, dry, skanky kind of t sound I go for. You know, if you're looking to try to maybe get like the Roy Buchanan or Robbie Robertson kind of thing, 
I run to this guy sometimes, but it's hard. She doesn't keep up as much with these ones with the high output pickup. So I plug this thing in. And it's like, oh man, I got to turn both amps on. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. She sounds great. I love it. I love tellies or something about them. And what kind of strings do you use on these guitars? Um, I'm just using um, what are you, Ernie Ball Power Slinkies. The reason I use those is just because they bend kind of like a 10 gauge, but you've got the thickness of, I can go 11 to like, I always forget the lower number there, 52 or whatever. Um, I kind of come from that like Hendrixy, Stevie Ray school early on when I first started playing. I think I just never changed with this trying to get the strings a little thicker than like a 10 gauge. Just kind of so you can really tug on them, not send them out of key so easy. Cool, man. So and then I got this acoustic over here that uh, Gibson was so kind to hook me up with. It's like a custom. Um, got it from the Wyoming factory and it's a firebird and i've had it for about two or three months and she's really just kind of coming to an into her own right now where she's just, just a little stiff when i first got it but it's fantastic sounds great sounds good plugged in but most importantly sounds good just by itself so, so this guitar is built by a guy named jason hillborn he's from maine and he's actually a furniture maker and then has kind of been doing the guitar thing on the side and most importantly, he was my bandmate in college and taught me a whole bunch about like theory and stuff like that. He's a great guy, great player. And then when I kind of went off and did this, he was kind of building guitars more. So we built a telly together. So we basically just um, took the neck from my old other telly, which I love that neck, and we just recreated the neck. And then he kind of did this mostly on his own. I sent him, uh, I asked him to kind of do the Bigsby and add in the, we have the Lawlers in this one, but they're the medium wound or whatever like they're not quite as hot so this one is kind of a neat little it was when I was stopping playing my SG so much but then I was confused about missing my telly so I have this whole Fender Gibson you know thing that I can't figure out um, so I'm always trying to build a guitar that's somewhere in between the two I think that's kind of my like my mission in life so this one's a little more on the Fender side I would say but it definitely can get dirty and kind of have that with the Lawler Lawlers and that Bigsby kind of get a different kind of darker sound, but then you can get a real chanky, almost Roy Buchanan kind of lead sound out of it as well, even through the humbuckers, which is nice. So I play that one quite a bit. It's like the number two. All right, Scott, take us through some of the pedals you're using down here. All right, pedal time. Um, well, let's see. Acoustic stuff, um, Fishman hooked us up with the Aura imaging pedals, which are kind of cool. Um, it's the best if you can mic an acoustic guitar, but in this day and age, it's just not happening. Sometimes with, uh, with subwoofers and bass guitars and kick drums, just the acoustic cannot stand up to it. So we've been running direct and going through these Fishman um, things. Got a little reverb sprinkled in there. Just basically an acoustic pedal board. Um, and then we come over to the, the main rig. And so basically, what are we doing? We're going first, we are going into this hall unit we're going wireless which is kind of new which we enjoy so we can run around like rock stars and not have cables tripping us at the, at the feet and then we go in um where does he put me in first i think he puts me into this ep booster which we got not only for the wonderful tone but mostly because it fits anywhere <laughs> it's the smallest pedal that i've found so far um, and then we come in, and I think we're going through, it gets a little confusing under here, but we're going through just distortions first, I believe. And um, we got this one. I'm not sure who built it, but it was a guy in Nashville built it for us. 
and um, it's based on the Busta Grande pedals. Those things that don't seem like they're anything you can find them in any guitar center or whatever, but they sound. I I think Benny thinks as well that they sound awesome. Um, they kind of just push your amp a little harder, but don't really take away or add any tonal quality to it, which I like out of a boost pedal. A lot of boost pedals lose a little, like low end or something. Um, so we use this one as kind of a warmer upper. This thing's kind of been new. This fuzz stang is from this kid from Portland who just who made only a limited edition of a hundred of them. And so I've just been around with that lately to kind of get like a real dirty, really dirty like Hendrixy. White Stripes, Black Keys kind of a sound. Uh, then we got the Holy Grail Nano. Mostly just have the Nano because it's small. Love that reverb that they give you on this shit on the spring setting. Just got a deluxe memory, man, a couple weeks ago. I've been trying that out, just adding in the blend just a little bit. Kind of get a nice, like, uh, Neil Young, like, kind of 90s weld era kind of a solo sound with the tone that I get and then the, the amps that we use. But then... Um, Adding some reverb and some memory, man, definitely kind of grabs what he was going for. I'm a big Neil fan. And then we go, um, let's see, over to the M9, Line 6 M9, which I used because it's so freaking convenient. Um, I get a tuner out of it, which are in tuner mode right now. Um, and then you turn off the <laughs> tuner. Haha, <laughs> you get that sound. And um, I'm going to get a reverse delay, a low resolution delay. I've got a Univibe set up. Uh, square wave tremolo that weird noise you just heard <laughs> and then a volume pedal and then also you can hold this down and get a loop effect which I use for our song medicine um, so that thing is just cool and then I run it through an expression pedal over here so you turn on that weird noise uh, and slow it down like that. I don't really use that noise very much. I, somehow that got programmed in there, but I use that shit for like a, you hit a delay and then you set the delay up for the feedback time and so you can basically just create big sheets of sound and big kind of keyboard sounds. Just, you know, sometimes we have the three guitars going, so it's kind of my job to not play guitar, but play guitar, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so I think that's mainly it. We've got a little switcher over here in case the wireless shits the bed like in a festival show. You hit that and that's the oh shit and you pick it up and you're old school analog cable again. And then tell us about the amps you're using. I know uh, the band seems like to be a big fan of super reverb amps. Yeah, me and Benny basically do super reverbs. When we're in the studio, we don't. We do Prince, uh, Princeton's and Deluxe a lot in the studios. For whatever reason, live, these things just get it done with the 410s. So um, this one is a 67. Um, I had it set up and modded by this guy named Bill Carruth in Vermont, who is amazing at going into the old Fender circuit boards. Um, and he just makes sure everything's just like, just perfect. We just would go through, and I, I'm a little out of my league with the circuits and stuff, and he would just like basically go through like 20 different options through the board, and I would sit there, and we'd spend half the day in his basement kind of going through each little thing. He's like, do you want to take it in this direction or that direction? And that's kind of how we did the board out. And then we set it up so the vibrato channel is kind of set up a little more like a clean channel. And then the normal channel is set up as a dirty channel. Today, we d I don't have those two running. That's generally how I run it. I usually just run one amp um, and kind of split them between the two. So I don't have to use the pedals quite as much, a la kind of like Neil Young, to get like that distorted, overdriven kind of a sound. Um, but right now, we've got this other amp. And just since we're such gear nerds, we just have this one out as well. <laughs> I'm kind of going back and forth between the two, kind of vibing out what this thing has to offer. And this is a 66.
um, we got in New York when this one broke down on me. All right, Scott, well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about your gear. This is Jason Shadrick with PremierGuitar.com.